Excellent. Stephen is my name. I'm the most wanted man on my island. Except I'm not on my island, of course. More's the pity. Your island? You mean Ireland? Yeah, it's mine. You're a madman. <laughs> I've come to the right place now. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Grass Gear podcast. I'm Ethan Grasshopper and as ever I'm joined by my talented co-host Daniel Gear of Bolivia fame. Say hi Dan. Hi Tony, how are you? I'm good mate, sun's out, obviously I'm on holiday now uh, for about <laughs> two weeks. So yeah, I'm in a very good mood. More than uh, ever. So nice to hear. Hey, um, How are you? Nice. you? You've had, had, had a good week. I hear, I hear. I've been um, struggling this week. We were meant to do this pod three nights ago and I've asked to rearrange it. And, um, you know, I'm about 60% fit. <laughs> 60% and what's what match sharpness? Do you ever have uh, sharpness um, or not? Four. Four, <laughs> four percent. <laughs> um, yeah, today is titled Still Pointless. Uh, we're rebooting basically last year's Pointless game show for 2019. Um, and that for last year's GNG Pointless, we got two of the smallest YouTube channels we could f- possibly find, and that was Ted Redwood Gaming and Jim G. So for 2019, we followed the same logic, but this time for blogging. So please welcome Chris at, at FM Easter from East Belfast, and German-based Scottish FM blogger Ricky uh, Black Caesar. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. So Chris, how you doing? Thanks for joining us. No problems. Thanks for having me. Yes. Uh it's Friday, so I'm happy enough, you know. I've just uh, got my two boys to bed there and sat down with a beer, so I'm happy enough. Perfect. And Ricky from Germany, how you doing, mate? All the way from Germany, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good, I'm doing good, mate. Um, I don't really agree with what you said, though, about um, following suit from, from the last time. I think this is like two of the big guns from the blogging. Um, to be fair, you're both on form lately, aren't you, on, in your blogs? Yeah, well, it was about it was about time. So yeah, definitely. No, I know Ed released today, and I think you've done a few blog, blogs. So yeah, perhaps perhaps my um, introduction was a bit detrimental to you. You're probably the hottest bloggers right now, I'd say. Oh, so Five star potential, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so pointless. Um, I don't suppose I need to go through the rules of you, but the the old idea of this is um, we've got four rounds. Um, contestants will take it in turns to give the. Um, most obscure correct answer is probably the best way to describe it. Um, so we've got four rounds. It follows in round one will be clues, round two anagrams, one of Dan's favourites, uh, <laughs> round three picture round, and then a fourth round final round, mystery round. Um, so we're going to follow an order of Chris going first, then Ricky, um, and then Dan. And then for round two, anagrams, I'm being kind to you, Dan, again. Anagrams, you go first. Oh, brilliant, um, thank you. And then Ricky, then Chris. Um, and at that point, the highest person, the person with the highest score, cumulatively over these two rounds, drops out of the podcast. You can still stay in the call, don't worry. Oh, um, thanks. <laughs> um, but then you'll go down to a head-to-head on the pitch round, and then whoever wins the pitch round, with the scores being wiped, then it's the final round. The prize is a Friday follow. Obviously, it is a Friday today, so it'd be dropping very late. So we hope we get you some followers at least. You might get the little people on the way in from the pub. Yeah. 
was an hour later here, so I've been sitting waiting for the last, <laughs> the, the last, the last hour. True. Um, but I suppose it wouldn't be grass and gear if we don't go into the drink opening. Um, so I'll go first. I went into the local cop today and all I could see was hashtag the Italian job FM and I went for a prony because um, everyone's going calcio crazy right now. I thought I'd do the same with my beer. <laughs> so that's my my choice. What about you, Dan? I have just got the Thatcher's heat that I got out of the fridge because I couldn't be bothered to go to the shops. Right. Um, so. And Edie, I, I, I can imagine what Edie's got. Well, I didn't want to disappoint, so I have got the harp here. Oh, uh, ready to open. Yep. East Belfast's favourite beer, I hear. It's the only beer? Yeah, well, it's still a favourite, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Ricky? Well, I had a nice uh, vintage uh, bottle of Buckfast uh, in the cellar, but I decided to, to keep that uh, for a, a more special occasion than this one. So I have a, an Erdinger Weiss beer. It's not really from this region at all, but I love it, so... so. I'll probably bottle that too. Excellent. Okay, guys, without further ado, let's spark up. Ah, okay. It's good stuff. Right, so we're going to go into the first round. Um, and I'm going to drop it in the chat now, in the Skype chat. So hopefully you can just all see it in a sec. Drop it like it's hot. Yep, so it's going now. So, yeah. let me know when you can all see it. Oh, it's a bit right. right, so, we asked, um, obviously we did a survey, a grass and gear survey, and we asked people to name as many of the vis- visible player attributes found in Football Manager 2019. Um, so this is a clues round. So I've, I've given you four attributes to choose from, um, but to make it a little bit harder because I thought the descriptions of those attributes is quite easy, um, I blacked out a few words. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm confident you, you all look at attributes all day long because we, we pretty much play FM daily, don't we? Anyway, um, um, I play attributeless. <laughs> well, that's your fault, Dan. <laughs> so yeah, this might be a bit hard for Dan actually because he doesn't actually play attributes, but. You know, I think you've played enough in previous years to know these attributes. Um, okay. So I'll read them out, um, and then we'll go on to Chris to kick us off. So um, attribute number one, um, this attribute reflects how quickly a player can get to blank from a standing start. Number two, this attribute reflects the player's prowess when blank from outside the penalty area. Thirdly, this attribute reflects the player's ability blank around them on the pitch. Teammates will often rally around them. And lastly, this attribute reflects the distance the blank can reach with a blank, both from his hands and on the ground. So, Chris, your aim is to give us what you think would be the most obscure answer from the survey we put out. Um, Obviously, 100 people, 100 results. Um, Over to you. Mm. I suppose you can't really they give did, what they you didn't think. actually see this sure they didn't so it's what they said in the answer exactly yeah okay yeah well I think I know three or four so it's picking the one I'm gonna go for number four okay 
And I'm going to say that that is kicking for a goalkeeper. Okay. Um, so I've just got a pointless app on my phone. It's what I used last year. So what I need to do is kind of just put your score in on the app and then play it, the result on my on the over the mic. So hopefully you can hear it. Um, let's have a look. I'm so excited. Okay, here you go. Can you hear the music okay? Yeah. Okay, here we go. It's going down. Four. Four. Very good score. Happy days. Yeah, very good score. Um, Kicking is correct. So we'll we'll talk about attributes. I've got some FM chat about attributes in a bit after the rounds, but um, we'll come back to kicking. So on to Ricky. Are you with us, Ricky? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just trying to power FM now to see uh, attributes. (laughs) (laughs) It would take me about half an hour. Yeah, I think I know them all like Easter there, but um, number three is a bit of a that one, I would say. Um, I've got probably two in my head that could be for that, but I would... I'm just going to play it safe. Okay. I'm going to go for. I'm just going to go for two. Go for long shots. Okay. Uh, so let's load up your score. Uh, right. Here we go. Twenty-eight. So. Obviously, he hasn't beaten Edie there, but it's, it's, it's a right answer. Obviously, getting a wrong answer in this round will give you 100 points, so you've got 28. That's not bad at all. Um, it's yeah, a, it's a safer bad. option, but yeah. Yeah, I just I was a bit unsure about three, because I, as I say, I think there could have been two in my head that it could possibly have been, but we'll see, we'll see after the uh, Danny yeah. goes. Okay, Dan, so you've got one and three left. Do you want me to read them out again? Are you okay um, with them? So well, number one was this attribute reflects how quickly a player can get to blank from a starting, from a standing start, and then thirdly, um, this attribute reflects the player's ability blank around them on the pitch. Teammates will often rally around them. Can you do you know both I of them? I think I need even? number one. What do you but I think it could be a high score. What do you reckon it is? I think number one's acceleration. Okay. Um. Because I'm guessing that it, the attribute reflects how quickly a player can get to top speed from a standing start. Um, whereas pace is obviously your actual full speed when you get there. Yep. Um, number three, this attribute reflects a player's ability to motivate around them on the pitch. That might be determination. Um, um, I'll give it number one acceleration. Just get some points on board, hopefully. Just get some points. I like that mentality, Dan. Hopefully. Just hoping for the best. Just just get some points. Don't get it wrong. Um, right. Here we go. Quite a high one, 57. I did think it would be high. Yeah. Um, but I, um, I didn't... Wish three determination. No, you, so you made you made the right call. Three was um, leadership. 
which was influenced yeah. a few years ago. So um, the actual description of that one, this attribute reflects the player's ability to influence players around them on the pitch. Teammates will often rally around them. So that's what that was. Um, so made the right call then. You made the right call because you got it right. But obviously, um, ED le- leads this round with four, Ricky 28, and obviously yourself down in 57. Acceleration was actually the highest answer on the board. Um, so yeah, it was one one that is really popular. Um, so we've got some a- attribute chat basically um, in this pod. So acceleration, we might as well start on that one. Is it the most important physical attribute for you guys? No. No. I I would be a big fan of acceleration. I think I think acceleration can mask a player's um, other deficiencies in the match engine just because they get the things faster. Yeah. You know. They might be able to do much when they get there, but at least they're there. Yeah, first to the ball kind of thing. Yeah, that yeah. Means. I do always yeah. look at it to be honest, especially defenders and attackers. Um, I like yeah. that both. Yeah. I suppose I think with myself, it's something that I think in the past my eyes would always be drawn to like pace, acceleration. Always, as soon as you look at yeah. there, my eyes would instantly, instantly flow over to to the to those attributes. But I don't know. I don't know if I play differently now or, or what it is, but I definitely look at other attributes now before I look at um, the likes of acceleration. Page. Do you think it's because I think mean, we're all quite older players? We've probably played the old games, the old CM games, where you had kind of like Julius Agahawa who had kind of like high acceleration, <laughs> high pace, and they just kind of run right on the match engine, didn't they? Yeah. What player? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably right. But I think Edie's also right as well, though. I think you also think the match engine itself and how it works and, and probably something like acceleration does kind of overpower certain certain other attributes in, in the game I would say yeah um, so the other attribute we obviously um, ED kicked us off with kicking um, which was actually the least popular answer on the board so there's actually no pointless answer on this board um, but only four people guessed kicking and I suppose when people did the survey, they might have just misinterpreted the question and just kind of did the outfield player attributes. But I was explicit and said, you know, the visible player attributes, and that does include all the goalkeeping ones. Um, so you had like rushing out got eight, reflexes 13, but kicking got four. And I wondered for you guys, what you think about kicking? Is it important in, ma- in foot manager? Um, and is it least important nowadays in football because less goalkeepers are kicking long, they're kind of going short, playing out from the back, and kind of with FIFA's changing rules in the in the, in the, like this year and next year, you know where you can pass out the back more because you can go pass from the penalty area, can't you? Do you think that's going to change the way teams will play out now from the back? I think um, also other attributes will play um, more influence on it as well. I think in the past, say ten years ago, we probably didn't look at goalkeepers for like their composure on the ball and stuff. Um, and they're passing before whereas now obviously it's become a, a lot more influential in the real game a lot more people are looking at it in game Yeah. and I think going forward um, the mindset has probably changed now from what it used to be from what you looked at as a keeper Yeah. Uh, it used to be like oh, do, we, do I get an eccentric one or do I not do I get one with like good jumping or um, good handling but now it's, if you want to replicate that style of play you'll be looking at like um, what ten, some attributes should be looking at for like a midfielder, a ball playing defender, to make sure that they can implement that style of play from defence. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think you know, we're talking about the actual attribute kicking. I would never even look at it. You know, it's it's explicit there. It's talking about distance. It's not even accuracy. Is not even part of it. And yeah, that's exactly yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, it's my least. It might be my least go-to one for goalkeepers for definite. Yeah, my my, my uni yeah. mate. I remember he was raving about. He always raved about kicking, and that was the one attribute that he focused on when when getting a keeper. If it was a low kicking attribute, he just wouldn't bother. And I wonder actually, would he now play out from the back because football has changed quite explicitly and it's not about kicking long anymore really no. um, well, so yeah depends on the teams yeah it depends on the team yeah certainly yeah. Um, I think when you look at football in itself it, it, it's like almost like a fashionable thing you know like it, whatever's in vogue I think a lot of people kind of follow that and now it's we're into like sweeper keepers now and stuff like that and that's kind of reciprocated in the game as well yeah. but I think with, ki- with kicking surely it depends what's it who's at the other end of the kick, you know? I mean, if it, it depends. You could kick it to as far as you want, but if, if there's just a really tiny guy at the end of it, he, he's never going to do anything with it, yeah. you know? So, yeah, no. Valid points. Um, and the other two attributes, we'll see, we'd have to go too depth for them, but um, the one was leadership. Um, it's something I quite like putting in my team. Obviously, I like putting kind of mentally strong players anyway in my team. Um, whether or not you can have too many leaders or do you just focus on getting like three or four guys with high leadership? Do you try to spit it around your team? I don't know. It tends to be on the spine of the team um, most of the time. Um, you try to build a st- strong spine, maybe have leadership through the middle. Um, but then obviously it all depends. You might not, if you've got a lot of youngsters coming for you, you might only have one or two, depending on what positions you want. I don't think... I think sometimes leadership is an attribute that people pay a bit too much attention to, personally. But I mean, um, it's not really something. Not that I don't look in for players with leadership, but it's not. I would not sign a player just because he's got bad leadership. No. Yeah. Yeah, I I tend to think that maybe it's something that happens organically almost. You know, you just build your team and you're looking for like fullbacks that have good aggression and bravery and stuff. So you end up with players almost by accident that have good leadership as well so I don't necessarily go out looking for it but I'll make you know I like to check to make sure I have leaders but I don't look for it if you know what I mean yeah Um, it just kind of happens by itself I did try and put a few players uh, especially uh, younger ones on leadership courses um, but it didn't seem to make much difference no it's been Uh, a hit and miss this year I've I've tried I've put a few players on leadership courses and no change whatsoever has come back but yeah, I think with leadership, like, a lot of it's in the head as well for me, anyway, like, I know in my, my save, I had Ross McCrory, who I bought from, from Rangers, and I, in my head, I wanted him to be the kind of brave heart, kind of leader type guy, and I put him on a leadership course, and now he's the captain kind of thing, who took over from Jamal Lascelles, and in my head, it's a great story, you know, but... I can't even remember if the leadership course done anything. Someone asked me on, uh, I think it was Mr. Zolo, asked me on uh, Slack, but I, I can't remember for the life of me whether it actually had an effect on what <laughs> And the final attribute, obviously long shots, obviously it's been quite prevalent in the match engine this year, long shots are, are quite good. Um, has that is led that, you? Is that how you started winning more? <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I think the, the one, the match engine before the last patch, I think it was my top scorer with the ball in midfielders. They were lethal with the long shots. Uh, obviously, that's toned down now a little bit. 
but I still do think like my long shots are a big part of my goals at L'Oreal. Um, but whether that has influenced you buying more players with better long shots, I don't know. Well, the only time I really check it out the long shots is if they have the trait tries long shots. You know, I, I wouldn't want somebody that does that and has long shots, you know, seven or something. No, um, yeah. But, but a bit like leadership, I don't go searching for it. It kind of ends up happening that you have somebody who's a, a bit of a sharpshooter, but I don't go looking for it specifically, you know? No. Yeah, I think with long shots, though, I don't know if it's the, the same in game, but I mean, in real life, for example, if someone has, is like good at long shots, then it's something for defences to really think about. It's like, do you come out of defence to, to go and close down a guy who could maybe zip one in the top corner? Or do you hold your line and just let the, the, the opposition come on to you? Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know if that's mirrored in game that the, the defence think about that, you know, whether they, they need to come out and shut down a guy who's got like 19 that they know who's really good at yeah, no, that's a very good point actually. Obviously, you, when you watch a live game, you kind of you, when you know someone possesses a good long shot, you kind of see those defenders yeah. clamouring to get as close as they can to close them down. Um, exactly, which which then opens up space somewhere else. You know, whether it's down the outside or, or, or somewhere yeah. else. You know. Okay, guys. Well, that's attribute chat done. We obviously we don't talk enough about attributes. I don't think considering we look at them all day. Unless you're Dan, that doesn't look at them at all. Um, <laughs> that's but, true. I enjoyed that little chat there. Um, so mm-hmm. we now go on to Dan's favourite, which is the anagram round. So um, the topic is Englishman abroad. Um, and I put that in there really because obviously I know Ricky's not English, but he's British. But um, kind of like, I you know, for players that you know are British abroad kind of thing, I thought it was quite a nice link in there. Well, I'm not English either. I have, I, I have <laughs> seen the best Englishman abroad though with Gascoigne playing for Rangers. Yeah, true. Yes, you have, yeah. <laughs> so Dan, you're, you're, you're favourite, okay? Um, so Dan, I'll read out the f- well. I'll read out the four names, the anagrams. Um, these are four Englishmen that play outside of England. Um, mm-hmm. So we asked contestant, uh, survey contestants, to you know mm-hmm. list as many English players outside of the United Kingdom in 2018-19. Um, so I'll read this out, shall I? So. Oh, no. So anagram one, this guy, his anagram is Nacho Jansod. Um, number two, uh, this one I put in actually because it's kind of it links kind of nicely with like um, Ricky being Scottish. So I kind of like I imagine it being Scottish, like I you no no. So that's A Y E A Y E Y E W. I don't know. N O N O R. Third one is kind of a very Spanish feel, so it's El Senor Inns. And fourth is, well, it's quite a nice one, Mr. Overy's Lawn. Um, do you want me to spell them out for you, Dan? Does that help or not? Um, well, I don't think this could, I don't think you're going to help with any of them. I think I know what number one is. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you've got to think of basically famous Englishmen abroad and then see if, they, if you think they can be one of those. They're all English, brands. are they? They're all English. Right. Tony, is it a time frame here? I mean, is this? Oh no! So, no sorry, this is the 2018-19 okay. season. So the, se- the season that's just oh, gone. Okay. Um, these guys okay. played abroad. So yeah. I thought that was I thought that was Poland. <laughs> <laughs> that's going back a bit. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Now, 
So Dan, just remind you, you are on 57. So you probably need a, quite a, a good score here. Unless the other guys get hundreds. So you, it's a dilemma for you. Do you play it safe or do you do you try to go for it? Well, I've I got to be honest. I haven't got a clue what two, three, and four were. Um, <coughs> oh, actually. Oh, there's been a brainwave. Is it? Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't know what his first name is. I can't oh, assume what it yeah. is. So, obviously, I, I should say I do need first name and surname to make up the anagram. Fuck, so. fuck I can't work out what that is. Um, <laughs> well, so you know the player, but you don't know his first name. Let's have a look in a minute. Yes. No, it can't be him. It can't, um, actually, is it? <laughs> <laughs> He's just quite funny. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, right, I think I know what one and three are. Right, okay. Um, I, one's going to be a high score, definitely, so I want to try and avoid that. So Nacho Jansod, you think that's going to be a... Yeah, I think that's going to be a high score, so I, I got quite a high score already. Uh, fucking hell. We, what do you, we, no, no. I, you, no, no. So yeah, I... <laughs> I U nor nor, so it's A Y E Y E W N O N O R. It's probably it's pretty there's probably some Scottish FM blogger that's called that. <laughs> um, Mr. Everett Lawn. Um I was just squinting my eyes a minute to see if I can see anything else. <laughs> squinting, would that help? Right, I'm gonna have to give it number three. Okay. I think it's uh, um Reese Nelson. Okay. Alright, let's put let's put you in. And here we go. Twenty nine. It's correct. Uh, nice. I just gotta hope those two can get two or four. It's not bad. I'm going to have to get a calculator out, but I think you've done fairly good there. Um, with your combined score of the two rounds, is 86. Can you just double check your working out, please? I, I used the calculator on the. Uh, I'm, I'm ashamed, I'm ashamed to say. Strong point. <laughs> um, okay, so, so next up was. Um, I guess it's Ricky, isn't it? Okay. Um. <laughs> what, did, what did Ricky have in the first round? Um, so Ricky got 28 and. So you got to get under 60 to get through. Yeah, I'll trust your word for it because I'm not working it out. <coughs> so, Ricky, do, do you know the... Mm. See, the thing is, I, in my head, I know quite a few players who are playing outside of England, but if, you could... when I look at those, I, it's not any of those, I don't think. Um, I might just have to bank on Easter, not knowing... <laughs> it's quite, quite a good tactic, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Every time I look at number two, I see Jordan Ayew's name, but I know he's I know he's not English. But, um, <laughs> um, the, the Ghanaian player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down as soon as they come up to me. Ah, I know that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, None of them's coming to me at all. I'm just going to have to go for one. Um, so what are you going for, number one? 
Yeah, I'm just going to need to go find one. Follow so, Nacho Jansod, yeah, who is he? Do you know? It's Jaden Sancho, isn't it? Okay, let's see what he is. Fifty-six. So it's pretty tight between you and Dan, but I think he's, you've just done enough. Let's have a look. Uh, yeah, you've done you've done enough by two points. You've got 80, 84. Um, so yeah, well done. Yeah, Jaden Sancho. Um, he was actually top of. He was the most prominent answer in yeah. this round. Yeah, he's the best player, isn't he? And he's one that I thought you'd know straight away, obviously being playing in Germany. Well, both Jaden and um, Andreas yeah. actually both playing Germany this year. Yeah, I actually had him at St. last year. Uh, Dortmund released him in a free, which was nice of Yeah. <laughs> okay, Edie. Well, it's over to you now. Um, the board is yours. Obviously, you, you come into this round with four points. So you're in a very good position, but you just need to, to believe you've got a, a right answer in you. Otherwise, if it isn't, it's 104 and you're out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much fucked here. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've been done up like a kipper, I think, personally. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's let's break it down. So obviously, um, obviously, it's not going to help me you if I read these out. Um, but no. I, are you no north? Oh, yeah, that's helping. <laughs> or Mister Overy's lawn? We're not we're not spoke about him enough. Any players you think have got ovaries in their name? <laughs> I don't know if you've asked yourself that question before. Yeah, is it is a surname double barreled or have you made that up? So I've made it double barrel just because I, I thought it looked it looked quite nice. Aesthetically yeah. it looked quite nice to see. <laughs> I haven't a clue. No, so I think at this stage you just gotta give me a name in two or four and we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> you can give me Jordan I if you want. For number two. Yeah, that, yeah. I wrote it down and I thought, right, okay, I know the first two. Right, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So which ones are two and four? I can choose from two and four. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you, know, you know, this is English players abroad, and not even English. And you have a guy playing here who's living in Germany, and you've, you know, <laughs> there must be some sort of sort of appeal here, you know. Well, the, the the round three is all about is for you really, but it's a shame if, oh, you, well. can't, if, you, oh, can't well. get, if you can't get there. <laughs> I enjoy listening to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you can sit in with me and have a beer. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to have to pressure for an answer. Yeah, I'm going to go for Patrick Roberts. Okay, and what number? <laughs> four. <laughs> number four. Okay. Um, here we go. Oh, that's the sound you don't want to hear. Oh no! It's a hundred points. Um, and you leave the show with 104 points. Uh, uh, no Friday follow. No Friday, no, no Friday follow for you, FM Easter. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I'd say it was a pleasure, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, any of you guys do you know what two and four are? No. It's okay. Not got clue. So if I said to you, no, so we'll start on number two. He's probably the most famous English Englishman abroad right now. I would say, he's the record goal scorer for the English national team. Oh, it's Wayne Rooney. Jordan, are you? Jordan, Jordan. No, it's not. <laughs> Forget Jordan. It's, yeah, it's Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney. Ah. He, oh, he's, a, 
he's an Englishman abroad. He's playing, obviously, in America. I thought you even considered. So then, if you took the same principle for the fourth round um, and just say perhaps the least well-known Englishman or like the most maverick, um, obscene, how is even how is this guy even a professional professional footballer? Who'd you come up with? Ravel Morrison. Ravel Morrison, indeed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Wayne Rooney would have got you 22 points. Ravel Morrison was a good score of six. Fucking hell. Yeah, obviously, Edie said Patrick Roberts. Patrick Roberts, um, I think he played in Italy, didn't he, this year? Uh, he got 13 points. Um, but obviously, I didn't select him for these anagrams. Well, well, that's all right, then. I'm still in. No, 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 he didn't work like that. Um, <laughs> all right. I think there would have been some crazy pointless if I could bother to have to look into it, to be honest. But um, some of the good answers that people said in the survey, which were really outstanding, some of these guys I didn't think they even existed, still existed. So you've got like people like J. Emmanuel Thomas. I don't even know him. Someone said him. Only one person yeah. said him. He's in Thailand. He's British, he? Yeah, he's in Thailand right now. 20, 20 was uh, Jonathan Panzo. Was he, was he, um, I don't was believe he? anyone said him. Um, so we other people that said like Colin Kazim Richards apparently he's still playing he's still one answer, one one person said him um, Jay Buffroyd eight people said him um, you've got Ronaldo Vieira doesn't sound very English but he got seven points uh, Adam Lafondra seven points uh, Bradley Wright Phillips I believe in the states with uh, Rooney he got six hmm. so yeah so the, the topic of FM discussion here was just about do you sign Englishmen and do you do you think they adapt too well or too poorly in FM? Because I always find they kind of adapt the same as they do, as a Brazilian would do, kind of thing. Or And it always feels a bit unrealistic if you've got too many Englishmen in, like, a, let's say, a La Liga yeah. save. You see some you see some FMers almost have, like, an English 11 in, in La Liga. It just wouldn't happen. Yeah, I don't really tend to. I when I when If I ever play a search, I always turn off based in um, England or an English nationality. I just... Sorry, I don't think. Well, I don't actually like signing them because they're so well known yeah. to us, and yeah. I like finding other players. You know what I mean? I like to find that um, the Italian Joey Barton. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to actually sign Joey Barton. Obviously, I know he's retired now, but you know what I mean. Same example. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. Actually, I only sign English players this year because I'm managing in England, but. I think last year when I was at Sanetian, I only signed Sancho because he's his brilliant hand um, for the kind of Chris Waddle uh, narrative that was there for Englishmen playing in, in France. Yeah. Know, so. so since, since well, I've been doing that. content creation, I've, I didn't believe I had ever signed an Englishman and I was, I was thinking, oh, I'm, I'm all proud about it, you know. But then I realised I signed uh, Chris, is it Metfam, the, yeah. the Welsh centre-back, yeah. but when I looked into it, he's yeah. actually born in London. I was like, oh crap. So he's kind of like, you know, he does qualify as an Englishman as well um, by birth. So that's the only player I've signed uh, for Lorient. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. You guys maybe feel different about it. I mean, I'm, I'm Scottish and I, I don't really think of it like that, you know, but I would, if, if I was managing in, in Brazil or Italy or something I wouldn't be going and signing 11 English no I, I think I think I think similar to you to be honest I just think it's unrealistic of signing too many of that nationality yeah I think with me as well FM I, I don't think I'm going to become a professional manager of any kind of repute now so I like to play it and try to make it as realistic as I can in my 
Morgan B. Waddle, you know, so signing a lot of Englishmen in Serie A is not going to be realistic. Yeah, I think the game generally doesn't really represent that very well, especially, you know, British players, they don't travel well. Um, mm -hmm. I think it is too easy to get players to adapt and play for you and stuff when in real life they wouldn't. Plus, a lot of the fans wouldn't accept it. You know, if a manager came in and he bought over 10 English boys, the fans would turn on them and it, you can't yeah. replicate that in the game very well. You know. Also, the English players are quite expensive, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's you, 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 it's like we look at um, Man United just signed Juan Bissaka for 50 million. You go to Spain, you probably get a couple of Spanish white bats for 5 million, you know? And I think that's yeah. quite well represented in game, to be fair. I agree with you, and I think that is well represented, but also, like Easter says there, I don't know how they would implement it in-game, that you might be signing an Argentinian in Scotland, for example, and then he doesn't like the weather or fish and chips yeah. or something, do you know what I mean? It's, how, how do you implement that in-game? Yeah, well, I believe there is, um, I don't know if it's not, it's not adaptability, but there's certain those are weighted higher in certain nations in, in kind of like the the nation profile so like Brazilians I think or could be more adaptable from a new gen start and they can adapt quicker but yeah it's, you never know quite how well it's done really in game to be honest yeah I don't think it's strong yeah, enough to be my point you know yeah yeah I agree it's something I really look at though with my staff actually I always I always look at adaptability with my staff like uh, I brought in a uh, director of football from Atalanta and he had really high adaptability which to me instantly screamed is Do you get turned off like when you get a player scouting report come back in and it, it highlights as a, as a con basically that that player is not adaptable living in another country is it enough for a turn off for you not to go and sign that player because for me it is I think if I know it's going to be a, a rough 12 months to, to get him in no, not really. Unless it's a really high-profile youngster that I believe could just sit in the reserves for a few few years. Yeah, sometimes it would be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, it's it's in the head, isn't it? And sometimes I wait up in my head and look at it and go, no, I don't really feel like that's that's very realistic. <coughs> yeah, no. Okay, guys. Well, unfortunately, we say goodbye to Edie. You'll see, Edie, you can stay in the call with us. Stay with me. Oh, thanks very much. On, on, the, on the sidelines. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ricky, Dan, you go into the pitch around. It's going to be painful for um, Ed because the subject is Russia. Obviously, he's, he's playing a Russian save as well. So it's maybe best, I, best I don't embarrass myself, perhaps. True, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, With so, Brexit coming up as well, Ed, you might have to get used to us in Syria. So I'm dropping the um, pitch around into the chat now. <laughs> Oh, so okay. guys, um, we asked, um, what did we ask? We, we, we asked basically, name as many um, Russian Premier League teams in the 2018-19 season. Um, and we got some results. Obviously, I've put in four club logos for you to choose. And can you name the club? And more importantly, can you name the club you think is the most obscure answer uh, to go into the final round? And obviously, winner of this round wins the Friday follow. And you're not allowed to go um, on the my Slack channel. And the person that goes first, is, yeah, <laughs> the person that goes first actually is Ricky because Ricky scored 84 in the last round. Um, Dan got 86, so Ricky earns the right to go first. But the scores are now wiped, so it's head to head on this round. 
Um, over to you, Ricky. Do you know much about Russia? Um, Have you managed um, there in, in, in FM? I haven't, actually, no. I haven't. Um, look, I, I watched Rangers playing uh, last season in the, the Europa League in Russia, but um, that was an obvious one. Um, I know two of them, like, instantly looking at them. Um, I think Dan will as well, though, so yes. I think I'm just going to need to go for a wee... Stab in the dark. Right. Um, yeah, why not? Friday night, I'm going to go for a wee stab. It's Friday night, it's grass and You've got a beer anyway. <laughs> you, you're, you're winning anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for three. Uh, Ruby Kazan. Okay, let's, let's put it on the old app and see what you get. Um, right. Oh, Rubin Kazan, here we go. It's, 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 it's right. <laughs> 36. That's not bad. Oh, well in, mate. I think, um, yeah, because obviously there's two big logos there that are quite well known, I yeah, think. The reason, it was the, I went by the colours, and if you look at the KA3AHB thing, that kind of looked like Kazan to me. So. Wow, fucking <laughs> well played, to be honest, because that's, yeah, it's completely Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so Dan, do you know any of the other three on the board? Uh, fucking hell! Um, I know two, two and four, and and three. <laughs> did you you know Ruben Kazan? Did you? <laughs> three. I knew not um, Kazan, yeah, but I think the other two are going to be higher. Okay, what are the other uh, two? Number two, what do you reckon? I think the other two are going to be higher than Ruben Kazan. Could the um, people doing the quiz? Could they see the logos, or no, were they just naming no, teams? I simply just said name in the survey. I said name name the teams in that season in the Russian Premier League. So it's whether or not you think that club would be. Yeah, I think. Place. I think they're going to know two and four, and I think they're going to be a lot higher. Yeah. So I'm going to have a look at this logo on the board. So one. let's just grab it for listeners. So logo one is really weird. You've got kind of like swords crossing behind a football. Can you read out the Russian, Dan? You, how good is your Russian? My Russian is pretty good, to be fair. Okay, so read out what that says then. What you, um, what you think it says. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go on, Korean. No, I Fucking hell. The thing is, the other two are going to be higher than... Yeah, I think you've got, you've got to go for one, to be honest. Um, I've got a feeling... But I don't. Is, has my pronunciation got to be right? <laughs> no, no. I think if I if I can determine of what one of what I think it's like seventeen. Is it, how many clubs are you here in the in the league? I got uh, a fe- funny 20. feeling. Twenty. Okay, if it's one of the twenty, I'm sure we can work it out. I got a funny feeling, and I only know this because they they might. If it's who I think it is, they got the same name as a Premier League team that you support. Okay. They're, I think they're called Arsenal Tuna or Tula or something like that. Okay. I'm not. Right, so the, the final question I'm going to ask you is it Tuna or Tula? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, you said both. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um, let's, 
think it's so. That looks like ends. I don't think I've heard of an Arsenal tuna. Have you heard of a tuna? Let's, du- let's go for Tula. Tula, okay. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Here we go, Dan. Are you ready? Yeah. Ooh! Oh, it's my right. God. I, don't, I don't believe this. <laughs> Seven. Fucking hell. Fucking hell, Dan. Oh. I didn't think you were going to get that because obviously I would never have got that even though I support Arsenal. I, wouldn't, I, I kind of heard of Arsenal Tudor, but I don't know. Seven people said that. Yeah, it, Ricky, it's it, a fix, mate. mate. Yeah. Ricky, it's a fix. It's a fix, yeah. As either it's a fix. It <laughs> yeah, wasn't until Tony said the swords and I thought, fuck me, yeah, that's swords and then I got onto the Arsenal. I wasn't actually spotting the swords. Well, that's clearly, I don't think I've given you away that. That's, that's clearly swords. What else did you think that is or do you think it's tuna? To be fair, I was just re- reading. The, I was reading the words. I wasn't paying a lot of attention to the, what's going on in the background. So you can't speak Russian, but you thought you'd read no. Russian. Yeah. No, I was trying to make out what sort of letters they might be. Okay. But obviously, two and four was the SK Moscow and um, Zenith St. Petersburg. Yeah. So um, they were really big high scores, as expected. So the highest one was Zenit, which is fifty-nine people said Zenit. Um, and CSKA was fifty. So they were they were the two big clubs of obviously Russia. Um, Oh, and Spartak as well. I didn't include their logo. They got 52. And then beyond those three clubs, it gets kind of really small. So the, ne- the next club that people knew was Rubin Kazan. Obviously, Ricky got that. Mm. Um, and then it gets really small. Uh, obviously, either you must know kind of the smaller teams. I don't really know. But a pointless answer would have been um, Krylia uh, Sovetov. Yeah. They feature uh, in my next blog post. There's a plug for you there. Nice plug there. Well, well worked in there. Uh, (laughs) um, Would you you have got number one, Edie? Yes. Yes. Would you? Okay. So that's what I was saying. If if Edie would have gone to this round, I think he would have probably um, have won this round. Edie, did you put all the graphics? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I put put the real name fix on the the logos in. Yeah. (laughs) So so my FM question to you guys um, was about club badges, and it was. Is it important for you when picking a club in FM? For me, it is very important. I don't think you get a lot of crap. And I was I'm pretty in English lower leagues. There's a lot of crap logos. I I like picking a club with a good logo. Um, I don't know how you feel. Like, uh, if, if, if you look at Curlis, I really okay. No, if, you look, if you look at those logos, like those Russian logos are awesome. You got one one of there has got swords. Like Zenit Saint Petersburg, that's a classy logo. I think. Yeah. It just look, it just looks like a like it should be on a beer or something. Yeah, that's why it's. It looks a bit like gas bombs. Does, does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Tony, you wouldn't just go. And, you wouldn't just go and pick a club based on the logo. You you know, probably now who you're going in, in FM twenty. Yeah, but it's got a good logo. So. So I it, know, it, hel- it helps my decision. You wouldn't would just go hovering around looking for a good logo and go up. <laughs> no, no, no. Nice <laughs> that's that's not the way I'd, I'd obviously choose clubs, but if. Um, if I chose a club and it looked like a really pony logo, I'd I'd find it hard to commit. I think. Yeah, but wouldn't you just get someone yeah. to redo, make you one of the graphics? Yeah, maybe pull, <laughs> maybe pull a few favors. I don't know. In the Slack community, maybe ask <laughs> ask someone to do me a new logo. I well, hope. Do, I do, hope do you play like, it so vanilla, Tony? Do you I not, hope the Essex of... Transport community's got a good um, logo in mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, Edie, Before you were really interrupted. Um, if you're playing the game, I know you play with sort of. Vanilla, as you say, but is there many logos to choose from? No, you get those. You get those silly shields that the, the are in to, the game. Just to be fair, um, 
although every every team I've managed is doing content, I've actually loaded those logos in for that yeah. one. So although I do proud myself of being vanilla, I'm probably not totally vanilla because I do like seeing a nice logo for my club. I do think the FM stock logos are quite quite rubbish, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. So obviously for you, they're not important. No. No, not really. No, Although not I really. did like the Angie one anyway. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, with the Eagles on it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I, I wouldn't be put off put it that way if, if I decided in my head I wanted to go particular team based on the history or whatever, and they had a epoxy logo. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I do an example. Obviously, Tottenham Hotspur have a cock, a massive cock. Would that not put you off? Well, I would just put images. On <laughs> <laughs> no, of, of course it would probably put me off, but I would get somebody to make a nice, uh, a nice cannon or something. Logo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, see, um, Ricky, now is your time to buy out. So you don't earn the Friday follow. It actually goes to Dan this time round. Um, it's not Yay! fixed though, because remember Dan yeah. actually bowed out when we did Pointless 2018 in the first round. So what? I listened to it the other day. Yeah, so well done, Dan. You go into the final round now. Um, I should say you've earned the Friday follow, so this is now for a cash prize. Yes. Obviously, um, you probably fucked up a lot of the cash because you you started sending mugs to Samo recently. <laughs> um, so I think well, the budget for I this got, month's gone on Samo. Well, I um, got fed up listening to him whining. Yeah. Was that real? That I was kind of flicking in and out the channel, and then I, I, yeah. So I obviously, lost track of what was going basically, there's Samo a video, a, Ricky. There's a video. Yeah, there's a video. It's gone viral. It's gone viral. <laughs> so basically, um, Samo won a <laughs> Samo won a competition months ago, and um, when yeah. we realised Samo won it, we couldn't be fucked to actually deliver, go all the way and deliver the uh, mug. We just, thought, <laughs> we, we just we just thought he'd forget and like leave it. But was that supposed to happen? Like, were you supposed to go and deliver it in person? No, no. We're going to use a courier, weren't we, Dan? Yeah, we were, yeah. Um, but but um, someone would never let it go, so he, he sent in a few emails, um, long direct messages, wouldn't he, to us. It just got to the point now where we had to basically put something in place for him to, to shut him up, so you, you decided it was, to just, just it was to like get it out. Okay, a restraining order. <laughs> and the, the mug was cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, what Dan did, though, he did put his, he put Samo's mug on the mug, if that makes sense, so his face was on the, uh, half the mug. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think I think Samo's happy. Right, okay. <laughs> I'd imagine he will be. He will be happy. Yeah. Um, but I have asked him now to close all the customer care tickets he opened with us. Um, to be fair, since um, <laughs> since Samo did his video, I've had three people ask for the same for them. Well, with Samo's face on it. Well, not not with Samo's face on it. Come on, they're not asking to be tortured, are they? <laughs> What half of his face was it? The top half of the top half? Asking for the own mugs on mugs. Uh, it, it, it was the top <laughs> half. I think Dan probably has got bottom half photos, but decided not to use them. <laughs> um, that's what that's what we do on one of our next voice giveaways. We give away a salmon mug. Yeah, we could do. Yeah. Bottom. Um, I probably have to buy the rights to Samo's face, which I didn't envision ever doing for grass and gear, but um, we could do that. I don't think you could afford it. Well, <laughs> maybe not. Okay, Dan, so obviously the final round, um, your question, there's no image to share. It's, it's pretty simple. It's about grass and gear. So can you name, So we asked people, name as many guests who have appeared on grass and gear from episodes one to 33, um, so not excluding this one, and excluding ourselves, grass and gear. 
So you've got to basically give an answer who you think is the least obscure person we've had on as a guest during our year and a half of doing a podcast. Um, I should disclaim that there is no pointless answer. There's no um, pointless answer. There's no, there's no pointless answer. So everyone at some point has been mentioned by one of the survey respondents. So I'm asking you to give me who you think is the least memorable guest out of all the Grass and Gears. <laughs> do, I, do I get three guesses like they do on the show? Or just yeah, one? yeah, you can get three guesses. Don't worry. We'll see Edie and Ricky. Yeah, well, Edie and Ricky get a pass. So you, you probably would be pointless if we did this next week. <laughs> I'm trying to think through our guests now. Um, like one, I'll go for Thomas Paget. Okay. Um, the second one, I'll go for so Tom, Tom Arpigeot, the French guy. You sounded yeah, very much French like guy, baguette. Yeah. You were saying you said did, Thomas did, I, did I butcher the French language? Well, you said baguette. I think it's a bit of a racial slur. Well, I can't say I'm, I'm like um, pen pals with him. I didn't really know. <laughs> <laughs> didn't really know how to spell his full name. Okay, so you um, go for Tomer. Okay. Yeah. Tom he was nice, wasn't he? What a lovely guy. He was guy. a good guy. He was what good a lovely guy. Um, who else has been on? I mean, we had some small, small, small content creators like that, Jim G. But I think some people might remember him. <laughs> Jim G, he, he was small when he came on. Um, yeah, we made him big. We made him big. It was yeah. Um, who else? Come on. I'm trying to think, who was like, um, who would you forget it been on? Yeah. Um, fucking hell! Who else has been on? This is your podcast, Dan. I thought out of all the guys. Yeah, but I can't be honest. Come on, I didn't remember sitting like this. <laughs> right, um, I, number two, I'll go for Dowie Lips. Okay. Number f- three, I will go for. Um, I, Cookie FM. Cookie FM? Yeah, I'll go for him. Okay, and would they follow that order? Would you go for Tom or Dowry and then look Cookie in that order, do you think? I think Cookie might be the lowest. Okay, so we'll leave him third then. And then Tom out, and then Daryl might be the highest. Okay, right, so we'll do Daryl first then. Okay, so this is Daryl Lips. Uh, Dowry Lips. Um, so are we? is he trying to be the lowest just... Yeah, so Dan, Dan, yeah. obviously, there's no pointless answer, but Dan's obviously got to get the one who is the least memorable. And there is one person that is the least memorable. Cool. What is the score for that? Uh, three. Three. Mm. I hope that person's not listening. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it's insulting. I don't know. But, um, um, yeah, there is there's quite a contentious thing about this last answer as well. I'll, I'll discuss a, discuss a disclaimer at the end. Um, right. <laughs> Here we go, Dan. So you said Dairy Lips. Four. <sighs> but it's not it's not free, but unlucky Dan, that's a very good uh, good attempt. Um so this is now Toma. Yeah. 
Seven. <sighs> so not good. So it's all down now on Cookie FM. Has Come on, been, Dan. Has been the least memorable Grass and Gear guest ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> making a war for that. <laughs> we will, yeah. Only if he wins it though. So this is this is Cookie. Six. Oh. Ah, it's good Unlucky Dan, you don't win the cash prize, which is a good thing anyway because we don't have any cash. But, um, yes. Um, yeah. Um, Ricky Eadstar, do you, do you want to have a guess who you think is the least memorable? If it's not the ones that Dan has said previously. Uh, Sam will be on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sam sadly hasn't been on it. Not um, sadly. I'm, I'm, he would be pointless if he was on it. Um, Edie? I don't know, Ted Redwood? No. No, Ted Redwood, um, he got four. But he didn't get three. What about um, Gaffer Graymo? So Gaffer Graymo, uh, people did say him, he got eight. Quite quite strong there. Yeah. I, think, I think it helps he had his own podcast, I think. He's quite a podcasting name. Mm. So no, um, it's actually The Northman. Ah, uh, yeah, he was on for a little clip, wasn't he? Yeah, it's a bit contentious because there was a few misspellings of his name, which I didn't include um, in the count. So probably, if those misspellings were actually for the Northman, he, he could have got higher. But he, I only counted it as three. So then four would have won if you had counted those, no? Yes, Edie, but I didn't count them as, you, as I just said. So um, uh, he. What were the misspellings? Well, well yeah, there was just a few misspellings, but um, we don't have to go there. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> um, so who do you think is the highest uh, out of interest um, probably FM Russia he was second highest um, Dupe was the highest with 39 but I think that helps because he was the least uh, he was the most recent yeah um, but the pressure got 21 which is a very good score considering he's not been on for months um, Jim G we obviously we launched him to stardom he got 17 people remember him that's uh, more than his YouTube viewings yeah, I, I, I generally think so. I think you might be right. Um, Curti, another big name, 20. Um, the, the thing that annoys me as well, the next, this, this next two, Morgan, 15. <laughs> Stacy, 18. <laughs> and that really <laughs> pissed me off. More people knew Stacy than Morgan. Um, and then we had obviously Hero Yoshimoto. He got seven. Seven people remembered him. Oh, wow, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know... A fictional character has beat some people. Yeah, that's... Was he fictional? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> well, I met him. He was in Tony's cellar. Yep. He's uh, yeah, chained up. <laughs> he's looking forward to FM20, by the way. He's, he's looking forward to it. Um, so, has yeah, he done a save reveal yet? No? No, obviously, Dan... Well, we'll go on to that in a bit, but Dan's got a so, big stuff happening, haven't we, at the end of the week. <laughs> Someone will be making Dan's videos. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so obviously we've had 22 guests. Obviously, you guys are the 23rd and 24th. Um, we're lucky enough to have a lot of people come on our podcast and help us out with comic relief because we need it. Um, so, Dan, I guess I suppose we're now on to the outro, and I suppose it's now a chance to plug anything you've got coming Sunday. Sunday night. Sunday 8 night. What, what time? 8 p.m. There is going to be some content, FM content, released by me. Sweet Jesus. Right, okay. It, it, it won't take a lot of time to consume. How many seconds are we saying? 
Eight seconds, I can assume. No, it's, it's a PB for ED. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't wait to be on the end of of a damn release. Mm. <laughs> all, all I'm going to say is you won't want to miss it. Okay, I'm in France. Um, I don't know where I'll be. I might even be off Wi-Fi. And how much? What should I be doing? Should I be? I've, it will be on Twitter most likely. Okay, so that's people can go to your Twitter account and find it. So, Ricky, that's nine p.m. your time. Okay, so we don't know what it is, but we think it's eight seconds long. <laughs> that's what, too fair, Dan. We laugh, but that's probably the most content you've promised in the last six months, at least. Well, yeah, definitely. So we should really rejoice in that. I can promise two bits of content in the next four weeks. That is that a blog? And then after that, I don't know. Right, so we don't know if it's a blog. It could be anything, couldn't it? It could be anything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. But all I'm going to say is um, don't be offended and um, <laughs> enjoy <laughs> okay nice. don't be offended and enjoy um, easy outro anything to plug um, now's a good time to share your wonderful blog series uh, if anyone wants to check it out it's over on fmeatster.wordpress.com uh, it's just a catalogue of my journey in Russia and Europe I suppose so yeah go check it out it released something this morning and I already have the next one drafted and it'll be out next week excellent good job and Ricky as well obviously to to be fair both of you like your blogs this year are so good Um, I did actually thank Kesey or Andre uh, Kesey Rensi recently just for hosting your blog because although it's so different Ricky that it's so like short and snappy um, with graphics and everything I love it Tell us about your blog and where where we can find it. Yeah, well, thanks a lot to Kesey for uh, for hosting my blog first and foremost. Uh, you can get it on his on his site, uh, Kesey Rensi. Um, what, what's the rest of that? It's like Kesey Rensi dot uh, com. Is, is that right? Um, well, we will plug it at the end at, when the book is out. I yeah, yeah. At the end. Uh, I just. Uh, you can probably find me on Slack actually. I'm on Slack quite a lot on uh, Black Caesar um, Slack channel. But to be honest, just do what you want to do. If you want to read my piece, read it. If you don't, don't. Uh, it's a small community that we that we kind of revolve in here. Um, so just kind of everyone's kind of trying to help each other out, read each other's blogs, and, and just live the life as well at the same time. So yeah, just keep it going, yeah. guys. No, good stuff. Um, and Dan, should we promote the blog? Uh, the sorry, the, not the blog, the pod. Um, um, if for the last hour you haven't been listening, yeah, we are Grass and Gear podcast. Go back to the start and listen to Grass and Gear podcast. Okay. If you have been listening, you probably know where to find us. Yeah, but if you've just tuned in now, we are Grass and Gear everywhere. Okay, okay. guys. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for coming on. This ends the most awkward end to the podcast ever, but thank you for coming on. (laughs) Um, I've really enjoyed playing Pointless again. I think you've done done the game justice again for another year, so thank you for that. We are definitely still Pointless. Cheers, guys. Cheers for having us. Okay, cheers, guys. See ya. Bye. Take it easy, boys. See you later.